Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men Weekly Podcast. I'm Steve Hall, bringing you the best clips from our Red Men Plus content this week. Say it all the time. If you want to listen to these shows or indeed watch them in full Simply head on over to redmenplus.com. Sign up as either a captain or if you want some extra perks, join us as a legend. You'll get full access to all of our amazing content. And if you do sign up as a legend, you'll get some added bonuses too, like free merch, access to our Discord chat, and plenty, plenty more. Right then, without further ado, let's start with our first clip of the week. This one came from our Jano Insight show. It was Dan Club. And it was Neil Jones having a big old chat about the transfers. This is the longest I've been into any show in about a fortnight <laughs> without mentioning the name Romeo Lavia, but we are here, yeah. of course. Um, you said last week that a compromise could be found, hopefully with Southampton. There's been all sorts of reports about third bidding coming. My man, Sasha Tavlieri, messaged me over the weekend. This is going to be an intense week in the Romeo Lavia. Intense week. Intense week in the Whether you talk about Lavia or not, I'm not sure. Actually, <laughs> thinking back, could be anything. Um, where are we at? What's going on? Yeah. Are we going to see some movement on this in the coming days? Well... You would think so. You would hope so because he obviously was. He didn't play Friday mm-hmm. for Southampton, and I, I refuse to believe that that was a footballing decision. That they believe Will Smallbone is a better midfielder for, for the Championship opener than Romeo Lavia. If it, if that is, then Liverpool may be looking in the wrong place <laughs> for their number six. So he didn't play. Southampton play tomorrow night in the, they do, the Carabao in the Cup. Carabao Cup um, yeah. Now. Okay, it's, it's not a deal breaker, but if he plays in that game, then that's another layer of mm-hmm. complexity added to negotiations because he's cup tied for for the competition. Um, so you would you would hope that Liverpool are sort of if there is going to be a third bid, then it's it's going to be soon, isn't it? It's got, it's got to be soon, really, but it's going to be soon for for Southampton's sake and for Liverpool's. Listen, what what we're seeing, and I I, I think credit to them and. Good luck to them. Southampton aren't budging on, you know, they're not they're not caving the way that a lot of clubs maybe would expect, or a lot of people maybe expect a, a relegated club to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they've James Ward Prowse led them out in the Championship, yeah. which I mean, I, I didn't even sort of register until I saw them in the tunnel leading them out. And I thought, what's he doing? What, what's that poor lad doing? There? You know, sort of, you know, this this guy who's given them what ten years of unbelievable mm-hmm. service, sort of almost single handedly at times, sort of leading their fight for them. And there he is, you know, he can't get out yet. So Southampton are staying firm on it. Yeah. They, 50 million is what they want. I don't know whether, 
I don't know how far they'll come down. They obviously haven't come down to 42, which yeah. is what Liverpool offered. Will they come to 45? My sort of gut says probably, but they haven't they haven't got that decision to make yet. I I think we'll see a third bid from Liverpool this week yeah. for Lavia. Um, I think it'll have to be close to foot, well, 45 plus mm-hmm. to get him, which is a lot of money. But Liverpool have clearly decided that he's he's the one. He might be the best of a bad bunch, or he might be the sort of the least imperfect option, or he might just be a player that they think is absolutely potential top level. Mm. But they're gonna have to pay to get him, and I think they thought they'd have him by now. To be honest, I think I think they thought forty-two million would be more than enough to get Romeo yeah. Lavia this summer. It isn't, and that's credit to Southampton. No, but it is absolutely. Yeah, Southampton done this a lot. We've seen it with Tino Livermento. They held out for their fee with Newcastle there. They've actually done it a little bit with James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Um, and it's fascinating that he did start the game because just suggests, as you alluded to there, that Lavia, they probably feel more like that a sale's imminent with him. So they did leave him on the bench for all 99 minutes or whatever it was of the match. And they did start Ward-Prowse. And maybe Lavia is a little bit closer to the exit door. But yeah, for Liverpool, that third bid's got to come. It's got to be more like what Southampton want because they haven't budged. Maybe we thought there's some goodwill with all the money we've given them over the years <laughs> some goodwill in the yeah. bank but it hasn't been the case um, I want to touch on two more players and I will tie them in together yeah. um, many and Gravenberg because there's been reports over the weekend about Liverpool still ready to move for Van Gravenberg and the many stuff is Bayern Munich are interested in him and kind of want to bring them together because I do wonder I've wrote down there it could be a bit of a waiting game for Liverpool's perspective in terms of the second one we've spoken about Lavia and it's clear that we've earmarked Lavia whether it be sort of what he can bring short term or his potential we like him we want him through the door and we'll deal with the rest after but with the next player do you think Liverpool might be waiting a little bit to see whether Gravenberg turns to Bayern Munich and says listen I want to go maybe Real Madrid after spend all this money on Kylian Mbappe, for example, so they need to sell someone like yeah. too many. Do you think there is a little bit of that sort of poker going on? I, I think, I think it's it's fair to to wonder that because there's obviously you, there is the, there is a situation that you sort of you push the button and say right, just give Southampton fifty million for Lavia, and then all of a sudden Real Madrid are trying to sell too many, and you think. Oh, God, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> you know, there is there is that world, isn't there? And, yeah. But you would also think that sort of Liverpool have to. The situation is so stark at the moment for Liverpool that they have to they have to get this these these things done. So, you know, is there? I think if there was any chance of getting Chiumani, surely Liverpool would have been already. Already well well across it. They've obviously got a relationship with 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 the camp. They've they've obviously spent time making those those relationships in the past. Gravenberg, I mean, he came on against Liverpool mm-hmm. and played in the played almost as number ten, didn't he? I mean, he he didn't. So I watched it and thought, where's this number six sort of idea come from? I know he has played there in the yeah. past, but Gravenberg, he doesn't. I don't know if he changes the sort of. He, he, he's such a game changer for that number six position. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I think Chiumeni probably is. You know mm-hmm. that you go well. At, you know he's so good. We think he's so good that you just go straight into the side. I still think Gravenberg would have to. You know, th- there'd be a lot of work that needs needs to be done in in that position. Obviously, but I mean Bayern have got an interesting situation bubbling at the moment with with Harry Kane. Yeah. You know that that might impact what they do this this window. Um, I can't see a situation where they sign Harry Kane and, and Chiumeni, no. you know, in, in that regard. I think Gravenberg, all the word was that he he was not happy with his, his game time, but Bayern didn't want to sell him. Mm-hmm. And I think Liverpool, one of the reasons Liverpool didn't really sort of 
go all in for him. I think they suspected the situation was going to emerge where there's a little bit of, you know, impasse. We don't know what, what how long it's going to take to get a deal done. It's not going to be easy to do it in the window. And Liverpool wanted to avoid that, ironically, given the situation they're in now. Sort of what we were talking about at the start of, start of June, we were saying, oh, Liverpool are trying to get the ducks in a row. They want them all in for pre-season and they're going to get that done. And it looked for a little spell. Yeah, it did. Like they'd done it quite well, you know, with, with two two good players in and then they could sort of relax a little bit and look mm-hmm. and see what, what comes. It's so diff- difficult now that the situation's so stark for Liverpool. They They have to get players in. They have to. And they, they can't afford to be sitting there on the last day of the window saying, right, okay, What's the final word from Bayern Munich? Okay, it's a no. Right, okay. What's the final word from Real Madrid? Yeah, it's a no. They can't. They can't be in that situation. No. And, and it's. I, I mean, I, I, you have these conversations with people a lot, and I was speaking to a couple of journalists over in in Germany when we, when we were over there, and I was just I said, you know, who would you be? Who would you be? You one really that you'd go and get? For me, it's Caicedo. Yeah. That's what I've said that consistently. I I I would be in right in the mix for Caicedo, but. The, the, the sort of other name that was always there was Tuomeni and it was like well you know Liverpool should be sort of at risk in making themselves look stupid by just being at Real Madrid's door saying come on come on let's have him come on we want him we mm-hmm. want him and even if Real Madrid keeps saying no Liverpool we want him come on what, what can we do what yeah. can we do um, I'm not sure Liverpool are there I think I think, I think Lavia is the one that they're going to sort of go and get next mm-hmm. and then after that who knows? I mean, Andre's been linked obviously from Brazil. I think there might be some movement with that if they were to lose tomorrow night, isn't it? They play yeah, Argentina yeah. If they were to go out to that, possibly. 1-1 one, one from the first leg. 1-1 one, one from the first leg. I think they're a home on the second yeah. leg, I think, Fluminense. So I think there's potential to move there. But in terms of the other two, I mean, I feel like Gravenberg went with Sobosly coming in personally, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Uh, I think Chiumani. I've, I'm not sure Real Madrid will sell him personally, but there's, there's so much going on with Mbappe, with Kane, with others that things can change. I think Liverpool are looking more more at the Lavia end of the spectrum than that that end. Thanks to Dan and thanks to Neil for that one. Let's move on to our next show. It is the Biased Transfer Podcast. It was me, it was Chris, it was Chloe, it was Dan, and we had a big old look around the league. The season is nearly here. Who's going to win what? Who's going to be doing what? We spoke about it all on this week's Biased Transfer Podcast. Right then, let's move on to our predictions. I asked the Discord chat as well for their thoughts on some of these, so I'll, I won't read everybody's out for every single one because it'll be the longest, most boring show of all time. But as we read ours out, guys, I'll, I'll interpret some of the Discord chat as well. So end of season predictions, me, Chloe, Chris, Dan and Paul Machen sent me over his as well. So first of all, we're going to start out with our predictions for the top six in order. I will go mine first. I've got City win the league, followed by Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Newcastle and Chelsea in six. They were mine. Chris? Mine's exactly the same as that. Yeah. City, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, Newcastle and Chelsea. Um, well, I was. You were I was. I know, I know. I am, but I'm also a Liverpool fan who hopes <laughs> that they can fucking prove me wrong each and every week. Um, I couldn't possibly predict Liverpool for third. That's what I decided. That's That's kind of where it comes to. Mm. Um, so I've done, I've done it with my heart a little bit. I was toying with the... I was toying with... It was a toss-up between Spurs and Chelsea, and I went Spurs, and I changed to Chelsea, and I went back, and I've decided that Pochettino's a better manager 
for me in this league and therefore I went with Chelsea. Cool. Chloe? Uh, I went City, Arsenal, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Newcastle. So, so far we're all there or thereabouts in terms of the, the teams. Dan's through the spanner in the works. Arsenal United, Chelsea and Villa. On the Chelsea point, I agree with Chris. I think Pochettino is a good manager. I like him. I think he, he suits the Premier League and he'll do a good job. Um, but Villa, yeah, I think they ended the season so well. I think they had a really yeah. good summer as well. I think they bought really Seven well. Really season. Yeah, so it's not, it's not too much to go, is it? And literally they were like 16th when uh, when Emery came in. So yeah, I think they had a really good summer as well. They haven't lost anyone significant yet either. So I'm kind of backing them to carry on. I think Emery did a brilliant job in Spain as well. We've seen that firsthand when we played Villarreal. So yeah, why not? Who misses out in yours, Newcastle? Newcastle. Paul isn't having Newcastle either. Paul's gone City win the league, then Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea come fourth, Man United fifth and Tottenham. Paul's yeah. buying the Spurs. I couldn't put Spurs up there. Yeah, I, I, just, I think Harry Kane's going. I know we'll get that later, so I'm not having the Spurs. Um, bottom three, again. In fact, no, before I do that, I'll go to the Discord chat and read a couple mm. of top six ones out. I will start with... It just says J and then three stars, whoever that is. So I apologise. Three star J? Of course, yeah. Three yeah, star come J. on. Oh, I, I think of that. City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, Newcastle and Chelsea. And then Cam, City, Arsenal, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Newcastle. Yeah, so there or thereabouts. And then Steel here, finally. City, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, Brighton. Brighton, yeah. Come fifth in Steel here's one. And then followed by... Don't see that. Chelsea. No. I did mention Brighton when me and Chloe were discussing this morning. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think they've lost too many. Not Can you six. keep doing it? It's the Europe mm. thing as well. Isn't it? That, yeah. how, how are they going to deal with Europe? But yeah, listen, they're, they're certainly a very impressive team. Right then, let's move on to our relegated teams then. Um, again, I'll, I'll kick us off. I'm going for Luton and Sheffield United. I just don't see they've done anywhere near enough to even... Cont- I mean, Sheffield United have sold their two best players, mm, which doesn't yeah. help. Um, and what was his name? And and They're in the process of selling Sander Burge, I think, to, yeah, to Burnley. Burnley yeah. um, Luton, I don't even think they're trying to stay up. I think they're just quite happy to take the take the dough and the parachute the payments to fix the ground. And go. Fixed. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're asked. And then like Holmes under the hammer to them, the Premier League. <laughs> just like, in the attic. And then um, I've gone Wolves. Yeah. I think Wolves shows. are in big trouble, Chris. Um, Sheffield United and Luton, and I went Nottingham Forest this time. You think Forest are going to go yeah. this time? I haven't done enough. Mm. They are still trying to be active in the transfer market, aren't they? Again, as they often are. Yeah, 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 do the funk, right? Chloe? Uh, Luton, Wolves, and Sheffield United. I think Wolves are in deep trouble. <laughs> They've not. I mean, Ralph Jimenez, we can turn around and say he's not being brilliant, and he's not of the ilk of a, you know, a brilliant Premier League striker, but they haven't sorted that out. They've got <laughs> players who are in and out of form. Um, and I think Lopetegui might just fuck up. We'll get to him later because yeah. I, I think I think a lot of people, a lot of people agree. Um, Dan, yeah, I'm Luton. I, I like you alluded to that. I don't think they've got a hope and a prayer. To honest, I think they're long gone. Um, fair dues from getting up. Forest. It, the fees I've gone Forest is because. They, they came under, or Cooper rather, came under huge pressure, and I'll come on to this a bit later, mid-season for like no reason. So I don't quite get what's going on there behind the scenes. I think it's a little bit unsettled. They haven't done great business. So I think they'll go, um, and Sheffield United, you, you said it, they've sold the best two players, haven't got promoted, nowhere near replaced them. So yeah. Paul has gone for West Ham. Just, really? Yeah, yeah. West Ham, Luton, Sheffield United, Paul's gone. Well, that's, that, is that if they sign Maguire? 
and McTominay. <laughs> <laughs> if we do, if we don't sign anyone, we'll be fine. But if we sign these two fucking idiots, <laughs> 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 it's a net negative of a thing. Well, I'm not having that. West Ham are going to go down. I'm not having that at all. Um, sorry, Paul, but you're more than welcome to your opinion, of course. I read a couple of others. Then Ashley Frith went for Luton, Sheffield United, Wolves, uh, Martin LFC, one, two, three, Luton, Sheffield United, and Bournemouth. Okay, yeah, Bournemouth. Didn't I mean, think yeah. didn't get sacking Gary O'Neill, so it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Yeah, absolutely. And then M. Gregor, Everton, <gasps> Burnley, Luton. I, I like to cut your jib. And then Matty is Burnley. Uh, yeah, Burnley. Yeah. And then Matty's gone for Sheffield United, Luton, and Everton. Love I'm that. telling you now, right? Everton will never get relegated. No, they're a cockroach. They're, it now, they're a cockroach. They can't die. No, they, they they'll survive a nuclear holocaust and be 17th. Like they they, they just honestly they they are just. Un- they are unflappable and unkillable. They'll always be shit, but they'll never die. <laughs> That's what they are. Like that fucking tear that won't flush. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of okay with that to be honest. As yeah, long as they don't have any joy in their lives. That's yeah. fine. Moving on, then our top three goal scorers, obviously in the Premier League. Um, ha- Listen, we all went Haaland, obviously. Mm-hmm. Haaland, Salah, and then I went Marcus Rashford as my third one. And I say that on the provider that I think Harry Kane's leaving. Yeah. And I think Rashford, who came fourth or fifth in the in last year, Ivan Tony was third, and he can't play because he likes to gamble. Harry Kane, obviously, I think is got. I think he will eventually go to Bayern, and then it was a toss up of who you think's next. There was like your your Sachers, your Martinelli's were there, there about. Here's a guy who was quite high up on that list, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I still, although they've signed this new lad, I'm still gonna go Rashford. So Haaland, Salah, Rashford was my one, two, three. S- similar to mine, Haaland, Salah, <coughs> I went Kane. And then I bracketed, if he's not there, Rashford. Yep. Haaland, Kane, if he's there, Salah. Hmm. You said, but I can't, have to, sorry, I can't have to Kane if he's there. I need just to nail this down as well. Well, I am. Well, he's not there. He's not He's not gone yet, so it's he's Kane. He's going four in the weekend, isn't he? Is. Yeah, I've just gone Haaland, Salah, Kane. I think Kane stays. And leaves for, for leaves for not in next year. Do you still think Salah gets more goals than Kane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're better than Spurs. That's I'll a, do it. I do think Jota's going to be close. To Paul wrote Harlan Salah Jota in the Discord. Cast the et Harlan Salah Jota. So yeah, he's there. Um, who else have we got in here? Let's have a look. I at don't know which Jota. Is he going to get that volume of goals? I think he's, he's clinical. Gonna, I, yeah, I think he will get. 20 Is he going to be available? in the league? Yeah, I don't think he gets that volume. Person, fair he's not choice that type though. Of player, fair choice. You can get like fifteen to eighteen. Yeah. In the you know that I think the third last year was was. 20, 20 maybe 20. I, I don't know. I love listening. I've, I've seen from the hilltops about Jogo Jota all day long. I think he's boss. He's the most clinical striker we've got, and I include Mohamed Salah in that. I think he's lethal in front yeah. of goal, but he just doesn't feel like somebody's going to play the football, get the minutes, and score the volume of goals that we're talking about. Fair enough, yeah. It's a, I, 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 I think he'll be there. I think he might be 4th or 5th. I think he'll be there or thereabouts. Um, moving on, then a couple of you guys. Who was this one? I had one there. Cody Poole, 86. Harland, Salah, Martinelli. Okay, interesting one. There's a, a new name for you. Milesy has gone Mo first, Ooh, then nice. Haaland, and then Marcus Rashford. Um, Any one more? Let's have a little scroll until I stop on someone. I'll give you Christian has gone for Haaland, Salah, Nunes. <laughs> wow, is Okay. I love like some you. of what he's having. I like you. I am not. <laughs> buying, I am not buying the Christian Kool Aid. Um, Which Nunes? <laughs> Darwin. I, I hope you're right. Stop laughing at our own players. I'm not buying, I say I'm not buying the Christian Kool Aid. I don't mean the whole religious stuff, although I'm not into that either. I mean actually Christian's uh, version of events. Right then, Premier League player of the season. 
me and Chris are milk toast boring. Yeah. Just gone Ellen Harland again. Uh, don't have to go too far into that. Chloe. Kevin De Bruyne. How can he win it? Not over Harland. That's what I don't get. If City win everything, I, did, I didn't want to put Harland. If City win everything, Harland will have scored a billion goals again. You'd think. Well, let's get injured. No, but. Okay. Mm. To be fair, Jordan Henderson won it over Sadio Mane that one season. He was incredible that season, to be fair to him. Like, but... Sometimes it goes to like the Lifetime Achievement Award as well, doesn't mm. it? Like, yeah. Gigs got Giggs it. Got no, no, this, okay. no, no, this, this no one, reason. by the way, this is the Premier League's version. This isn't PFA. Premier League's version, because yeah. we'll get to the young players in a minute uh, and why people qualify. But Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Listen, Kevin De Bruyne is fucking brilliant. He's got every chance of doing it. He did the double last year, didn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> Dan? I've got Mohamed Salah. Um, I've got him in second top score, obviously, which will be a good amount of goals. But I think his assists, I think we're going to see them go up a notch as, or two as well. So I think if he ends the season with like 25 Premier League goals and 15, 20 assists, I think it could be hard oh, to ignore. Show. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, who else have we got in here? Castieta Gris review. He's gone for Kevin De Bruyne. Trent from J Free Stars. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold for him. Even consider Trent, you know. know. Cam has gone for Trent as well. There's another one for Trent. Theo here went for Haaland. Like us, Milk Toast. So is Ashley Haaland. Yeah, Martin Haaland. Yeah, a lot of people are doing the same thing. Moving on then, Young Player of the Year. Now, bear in mind, this is the Premier League's version. So you're going to be 23 or under. I'm the only one who's picked Harland. Are you just like fucking? I don't get I it. I want to be different. Not gonna get both. Can't get both. He literally just did it. I know, yeah, but not again. No, we can't. You can't keep giving him both. Boring, I think. Isn't it? I think this is the last time he can get both. Harland is the ob- like uh, odds on. Plus, I haven't got him as a winner in the main one, so I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Elon Harland has a disappointing season in Dan's eyes. He finishes top scorer in the league and doesn't win any individual awards. Yeah, okay. You're hedging your bets. Fair enough. No, um, Chris, you've gone Saka. Yeah, back in Saka. You're a big fan, aren't you? you think oh, I think he's boss. <laughs> I think he's boss, and I think he can win it, even if Harland wins Player of the Season. Because I'm like that, I don't think you can win them both two years on the bounce. Chloe? Um, what I wanted to go was Saka, but what I did go for was Jacob Ramsey. Why? Why? He's really good. I like him. I just wanted to be a little bit different. It'd be boring to just say Haaland and Saka again, which I did want to. Uh, and also, if we're going by um, Dan's predictions of them finishing six, so you'll have a good season. Okay. Dan? I, I really like Ramsey, but I've gone for Kyle Saka. Um, similar to Masala, sort of thread in terms of I think could get a good number of goals and assists in what will be another Arsenal side to be reckoned with. So, yeah, Saka. I, I apologise, I forgot to read Paul's out before. Paul's player of the year was Declan Rice. Premier League player of the year. And his young player of the year is Phil Foden. Yeah, both really good players. Is this incredible? Just, yeah. I think, he's, mm, I think so, yeah. I mean, he hardly played last season. No, he didn't. Yeah, he's... Um, mm. I, again, I just don't, if a City player wins it, then I'm guessing it would probably end up being Haaland, unfortunately, was my guess. Right then, next. And one. he is 23, yeah? Yeah, he's 23. Wow. I know. I First manager to leave or be sacked. I'll just be honest with you uh, now. Um, we all went for Lopetegui, except Dan, who's gone for Steve Cooper. Steve Cooper, correct, yeah. Why, Similar yeah. to what I said before, he nearly lost a job um, when Nottingham not Forest no was playing well. <laughs> yeah, Nottingham Forest had just got promoted out of nowhere under Steve Cooper. He was looking like he was going to keep him up, and then they nearly sacked him. So I just think there's some sort of weird stuff going on in the background. I there. wouldn't be shocked if Lopetegui leaves this yeah. week well that's the problem yeah, yeah and there's a link with David Moyes going as well it's I think he's scene, pissed so. off the, the mm. FP, the, they've not done anything well it's they mess, can't it? the, it's the FFP stuff it's isn't killing yeah. all that's why I put them down yeah same it's obviously a tapping but I think I think if Forrest gets off to a bad start, I think Steve Cooper could be on the chopping block quite quickly as well. Uh, going back to a very sorry, I apologise, didn't read some young players dead quick. Lavia was one who actually picked. Um, 
Martin picked Trent. I think Trent might be too old now. He's 24. Like, 24 yeah. Um, we had Foden from uh, from M. Gregor. We had Shobberslai from Matty. Sorry, oh. um, first manager sacked then loads of Lopetegui. Yeah. Uh, Steve saying Lopetegui as well. Um, actually, an interesting one. Is it Ariola? Ariola in um, Bournemouth. 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 He actually put in brackets Bournemouth's manager, yeah. which helped me because I didn't know who that was. Um, who else have we got here? Marco Silva says Matty. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I could see him walking... If they sold Mitrovic and William, he's gone for yeah. hard. He's gone to Saudi Arabia again, so maybe that's what the thinking is there. Cody Poole has gone for Lapetegi as well. Um, Champions League finalists. Then, for some reason, I, I you should be a good game. I looked at the, I just looked at the doc. I had Real Madrid versus Real Madrid on my document. It was meant to say Real Madrid versus Manchester City, and again, you're predicting draws and you're predicting outcomes of group stages and blah blah blah. blah and, but yeah. I've gone Real Madrid, Man City. Mm-hmm. I think we're in. I think we're at age now where Man City might win a couple of these in the next few years, Chris. Yeah, City are going to get there, I think, and a surprising toss-up between Bayern Munich and Barcelona for me. Uh-huh. And I went with Bayern Munich in the end, obviously, if they sign Kane. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I said City, Real Madrid, but if Bayern get Kane, then City, Bayern. Yeah, just bore off Man City. Um, <laughs> fed up of him, like. Um, I went, what did I go? PSG, Real Madrid. Real Madrid, I think, of a banker. Absolutely no brainer for this, personally. Unfortunately, Man City might be as well, but I think I'm going to go for a bit of a shock. Man City revert to type in Europe and get knocked out for no reason by somebody she's never got knocked out by. So are they in the Europa League no, final? No, they'll go out that early. They'll go out that early. <laughs> right. Thankfully, this is sort of last 16 stages. And PSG to get their house in order in the next two weeks. No, Mbappe stays, Neymar stays. Just signed Gonzalo Ramos and everything's fine. Yeah, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Bit <laughs> <laughs> of fucking shambles at the bit. Man City versus Real Madrid. This is what Paul went for, by the way, for anyone who is interested in that one. Um, Milesy has gone for Bayern versus Real Madrid. He's he's bored off of I Manchester City, of course, as well. Um, Barca Madrid has gone Cody Pool and El Clasico. Like that, love with that. Champions love League that. final would be fucking awesome. Imagine the views. That one. Do you reckon that'd be the most watched footy game ever? No. If there was a Clasico oh, Champions League, that must be up there. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it would, it would be. be. Why wouldn't it? That'd be crazy. That'd do crazy. It's the biggest game in the world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's the biggest in the world. He's probably Is moved that to China or something. Yeah. Um, who else have we got? City Bayern. That was from Matty. Um, Bayern versus Madrid from M. Gregor as well. Madrid versus Bayern is quite a popular one. Um, Martin said that one as well. Ashley has gone City versus Arsenal. Got Arsenal yeah, in the, the Champions League final. Steve went for Madrid versus Man City as well. Yeah, there's a lot of love for a couple of teams there in particular. Right then, Europa League finalists. I can't believe we're fucking talking about this <laughs> dead ass competition. Thanks, one Liverpool. Um, <laughs> You've got to do a fucking reaction shows the draw. I've gone Liverpool v Porto. I've got Porto dropping out the Champions League yeah. in the group stage okay, and get them to the final. Liverpool v Porto for all time's sake. We can, yeah. we can beat them 5 0 again. <laughs> Chris? I, I've gone Liverpool versus, and, and this is where I decided not to be milk toast anymore Arsenal. Out think, the Champions out League. Out the Champions League and get to Europa League final against Liverpool in Dublin. Cool. Liverpool Good final, v- that, by the way. Great final. Yeah, yeah we'll be uh, Liverpool v Newcastle. So you got them getting knocked out. Yeah. Has anyone gone for a team that was actually in, in the Europa, Europa League? Yeah, man. Yeah, Bayer Leverkusen. Okay. Liverpool Bayer Leverkusen. There's Xabi Alonso. The old romantic in me. There's Xabi Alonso oh. reunion. Yeah, in Dublin. Just Ooh. it's all. It just sounds wonderful. Paul's gone for um, Brighton. Hmm. Liverpool v Brighton. I don't want anything to do with that. 
Did he do <laughs> did he do these predictions when he was pissed? I don't want anything to do with that final. That's a horrible final. Lightning is so good. Let's have a little look. Lipov Seville says, Kai's like, no, 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 we don't want that. We do not want that. How are we going to get knocked out, wouldn't they? Yeah, of course. Of course, that's what happens to Seville. That's what happens to Seville. They win the Europa League. They get knocked out in the Champions League. And then they win the Europa League again. Ad nauseum. Ah, they hate that. They're the, them and Real Madrid. Uh, if, I bet you Real Madrid end up in this somehow and we end up playing them somewhere. Sevilla is in like the third yeah. division of Spanish football now, but they yeah. are still stuck <laughs> in this Honestly. Champions League, you know, for oh, the years ago in the Championship playing on the first Honestly, I'd rather play Man City. I'm f- I don't want Sevilla in this competition. It's like they, they, they t- it's like fucking Popeye's spinach. The second they're in the Europa League, they just fucking muscles yeah. like this. Hey, you've um, got our trophy there, lads. <laughs> let's have a little look who else we've got here as well. Europa League fans, Liverpool and Brighton says Cam. Liverpool v Roma says Steve. Yeah. Uh, little, uh, yeah. Not Manino, Manino, yeah. Liverpool v Ajax says Martin. Love that. Again. Um, I reckon Liverpool versus Seville. That's what, um, Gregor, who else have we got here? There's a lot of civil love, obviously. Liverpool v Real Madrid says Matty. Fuck off, Matty. Like, uh, Leave me alone. Yeah, no, we can't. Please don't knock at that. that, that we can't, they can't knock out of Europe again in, this, in a different competition. Right, then moving on, and this may be the, most, the more fun of the conversation so far. Dan, I'll, I'll start with you on this one. Okay. What is your mad, weird, or... This, and this is Paul's category. Mad, weird, or... Other prediction, simple as. Yeah, well, I went. I think my I come into other with this. I think it's a bit of a surprise. I've gone Eddie Howe, and I have to include Jason Tindall because obviously he's the main man at Newcastle. Um, they're not gonna make it to Christmas at Newcastle because I think sort of eludes. So time. they won't complete the full calendar of photographs. No, sad. No, Aww, they won't actually get the full. On, and uh, Jason Tindall will be particularly disappointed. With he's that. a fucking bellend. He is a bad bellend. You're right. Um, it kind of ties in with me saying they won't make top six. I think the the Champions League football <coughs> being added to their schedule, I think the expectations and the weight thereof are going to get a bit too much for them. Slightly dodgy start, potentially. And I think what the owners want, even though they're not exactly reflected in the transfer window, they're not spending the money I expected them to. I mean, they're still going to have aspirations of, oh, we'll just be in the top four now. And when they're not, I think they're in for a shock. So I think Eddie Howe and Tyndall might get the bullet. Cool. I went for Aston Villa win the conference. I that's a great choice. Yeah. Unai Emery in Europe. He's boss of the Seville. West Ham yeah. won it, and they're better than. I think Villa could be better than West Ham. Oh, miles oh, better. Yeah. yeah. So I've gone Aston Villa win the comp. I don't even know if that's that mad. Um, Aston Villa. Unai Emery gets another European trophy. I'd be in the genius of years. We couldn't have this show without more of an Unai Emery loving. It happens every single time, and there's more of it, Chris. I think Liverpool are going to be the top scorers in the league. I said that on the podcast, and I think it's going to be mad how many goals we score this season. Like I think 100. like, yeah, what did. City got about 90 odd last year, I think 100 goals. Yeah, go ahead, 100 goals. Liverpool scored 100 Premier League goals, and that's great. I love that prediction. Chloe? Uh, I went with something that contradicts the fact that I've put them in the top six, but I reckon Pochettino won't last six months if uh, nothing goes to plan in the first couple of weeks. It would be very unlike Chelsea to sack a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, it wouldn't. It would be exactly <laughs> like Chelsea. So, yeah, right. Paul's gone, Steven Gerrard won't finish the season as Etifax manager. Um, I don't. Not... I don't know when the season is. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, but yeah, is that yeah? That wouldn't be a shock, I suppose. Uh, MP Daniels, Darwin will have zero headbutts this year, and Jurgen Klopp will hope will a chair shot on a foot of official. Did you, see a, did you see a video the other day of those people fighting on the bay in America? I think, I think it was in Alabama, and then someone literally chair shot at someone during a, oh a real God. fight. It was like WWE. It was brilliant. I mean, it was assault, but it was funny. Um, There's going to be so many red cards, by the way, this season. Castiet. Ten Hag comes under pressure and almost walks. You've got to, surely you've got to be. You've got to be walks. You've got to be walks in that one. Walks. Um, 
J three stars, our mate again. Um, this season we'll have a record number of ninety plus minute winners. Yeah, obviously with the new, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the new rule, well big hundred minute winners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Newcastle well could have an average of fifteen minutes at a time every game. Yeah, quite possibly yeah. <laughs> over the course of the season. Yeah. I'm gonna go for late. I'm gonna Google now see if I can find it. The latest ever winner. In Premier League, it's about to get broken. I yeah, I was that. about to say that could break, couldn't yeah. it? Later, I'll see if I'm finding it. In a Nick moment. Pope um, picking the ball out of his net in the 145th minute. <laughs> Let's have a little look. Um, what did you think? Steo, sorry, Steo here goes one or more bald man refs will fuck Liverpool over in some Could way. Could start on Sunday right, with Andy yeah. Taylor on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, right. I mean, that's a banker, and I'm not sure yeah. that's. Ashley has gone for one. Arsenal win the Champions League. No, they don't do that. <laughs> Martin, Newcastle get to the Champions League semi-finals. Absolutely oh, not. No. Not having that one? Okay. Absolutely M. Not. Gregor, Newcastle sign Neymar before the window closes. No. Don't see that one happen. Actually, I don't think, like, I'm not as outright now on that as the other two. That's more plausible than yeah. Champions League semi-final. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comfortably. That's got Mabinho. So he wants over. to go to Barcelona, but he'll settle for Newcastle United. Yeah, and money, yeah. Okay. And the dough. As long as he gets his sister's birthday off every year, he's not asked. Yeah. I might be wrong, but the the list I found on Google says their couch 101st minute draw uh, goal against Arsenal was the latest Premier League okay, ever was that goal. The In terms of extra time, I might be wrong, okay. Yeah. Bruno Fernandes once scored after the final whistle. I remember that against Brighton. Oh, right my God, yeah. I remember that. And then Juan Mata scored in the hundredth minute of a game. Once a whistle gone before he gave the ball. Doing the, no, doing no. the change room. Yeah, they were on the way off the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Dear coach, so probably I reckon that could be broken. I wouldn't be shocked if that was broken. What do this you year. think of it then? Like I, I was watching um, the championship. The championship started, and every slight kick of a ball away was a yellow. And I, I'm pretty sure the lad who got red carded in the Ipswich game, I'm not having that he wasn't get that he was getting a second yellow mm. for his channel challenge when he booted the ball away. That's when the ref the went to his pocket. Play, don't yeah. do it. Was it Sunderland? Yeah. Well, don't do was it, it in the Ipswich game? Or? It was Sunderland against Ipswich. Yeah, 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 yeah. don't do it. Like, don't be no, like, no, but what do you think? I'm of fine it? with that. You sound? Yeah, if you don't, don't time waste. I'm, it's, time waste. Funny it's the biggest bugbear in my whole, in my whole football yeah. watching experience is time wasting, so yeah, get on with it. But, but that's the. the, the, the what will happen is. It'll be a thing for six months, everyone will stop time yeah, wasting. That's the thing, just yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What'll happen is the games will be so long, everyone will be pissed off at it, mm. that deal will stop time wasting, and then eventually it'll be. What away. I don't understand from it all is players and, and the Everland. general public, Everand is the example, but the general public now coming out and saying, well, you're, you're demanding too much. Well, you're not because you're not playing for 100 odd minutes because <laughs> you're stopping in periods. Which is all we're demanding. All we're demanding yeah. is that you play football. Yeah. Is that the, you the play periods we're trying to eliminate. Yeah. Paid for. What you're eliminating is the fact that when you're stood around waiting, so you're not exactly exerting yourself there because Guardiola's moaning about it as well. Where it and, uh, people are missing the point on it, is what I'm trying to say. They're missing it entirely. Do you want a couple more mad predictions? Yeah. Cody Pool, Newcastle do better in the Champions League than they do in the Premier League. Okay. Uh, we've got. Who's this one? Matty. Everton. Have more managers than they do home Premier League wins. That's not that mad, is it? But I also don't think it's going to happen. Dice won't go. I think he'll be fine this uh, season. Dice is solid. Let's have a little look. Mad, my Miles, my mad prediction is that I'm going to be different than everyone else, and I'm having faith in Luton staying up. So he's okay. gone. Luton, Luton finished seventeenth and stay up. Wow, that was Miles. He's, that might be the most boldest one. That we've I think it is. That might be more than Neymar to Newcastle. I think. No, it is. Like, I think there's a chance they're the worst ever Premier League team. Derby County, Derby, Derby, the worst. I think they might. Mm. I, I, there was that eight points they got or something. I, like that. I feel like it was eleven off the top of my head, but it might be. Those, those points. I might be making that up. It was Derby. It was definitely, definitely Derby. Derby I think it was eleven. Paul Jules Derby in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. The end, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Luton, yeah. Eleven. Yeah. 
Oh, I'll tell you what. Hell. See you later. Shocking that, innit? <laughs> Uh, and that's it so yeah they, they are our predictions like I say guys do use the socials use the comments below all that kind of stuff let us know your predictions let us know your answers for each of those categories as well small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right then, moving on, it's transfer inside time. Yes, Dan Club, just before he wheeled off on his holidays, he literally delayed his holiday to do this show, which, listen, I wouldn't have done it, but that just is how committed Dan Club is to bringing you guys the best content. So, yeah, on this week's transfer inside, Dan spoke to reporter and broadcaster Ben Jacobs all about Lavia and what's going on with that situation between Liverpool and Southampton. Liverpool's Romeo Lavia pursuit remains thus. I think I think we're three rejected bids in now, uh, and sort of the fourth one is either in, it's anticipated. Where are we at with it, Ben? What's the current state of play? Yeah, my understanding is that perhaps the media cycle has been a little bit behind on this one, which is normal when you have a rejected bid, it tends to suffice. And sometimes there's an assumption that the bid went in pretty much at the same time as the rejection. And my understanding is that since that third rejected bid, Liverpool have come back in with an improved offer. And naturally, because the feeling is that Lavia and 50 million will do the deal and the rejected bid was at 45. There's obviously not much more needed to get this one over the line if Liverpool want to proceed. And if they meet the valuation that Southampton are looking for, it's very known now that Lavia wants the move. And I think this is why there's quite a bit of frustration amongst maybe the Liverpool fan base because they're looking at the last rejected bid, they're looking at the so-called asking price and they're wondering why with the season now on our doorstep, things haven't been done. And this is a little bit atypical for Liverpool from my experience of covering the club anyway, because we've seen multiple bids. It's played out quite publicly. Lavia obviously wasn't in the Carabao Cup squad and we can read something into that for sure, but they're still there. And talks are continuing at the time we're recording this. And I would imagine by the time people listen to this, or certainly between now and the Chelsea game, things will have moved on a little bit further. And this is about Liverpool being in a unique 
position. And I think this is why it feels quite painful with Lavia, because usually Liverpool's approach within the window is quite simple. If they think that the valuation is excessive, they walk away, they're disciplined, they do everything on their terms and their numbers. Whereas because this market has been so unique, I'm told by insiders that the very definition of value has changed. And it's almost commonplace now to have a young 50-odd million pound midfielder, which is not the kind of deal that Liverpool would normally do, but needs must, especially with the departures of Fabinho and Jordan Henderson. And that might mean that Liverpool have to be very un-Liverpool-like and eventually just pay what it takes or somewhere close to what it takes. The other complication with Lavia is just that Chelsea have stuck their oar in as they've done with a variety of different deals this summer. And it doesn't mean at this point when we're recording this anyway that they've bid, but this is very Chelsea-like to go in and disrupt a deal and way more deals than they're ever going to get done to verbally promise something, to try and get a player to change his mind in case they want to move in that direction. And the Chelsea aspect means that the market since January has been inflated, but it also means that if you're Southampton, you can stick to your valuation because Chelsea, even last summer, tried audaciously to get Lavia and they offered 50 million. So if Chelsea, for example, say to Southampton, even if it's not a bid, we might come and we're quite prepared to match the offer that we made last summer, then again, Southampton can use that to orchestrate a little bit of a bidding war. And that's exactly the kind of thing that Liverpool don't want to get sucked into. So the balance with Lavia is basically they want the player. There's not that many accessible defensive midfielders or number sixes or destroyers around that fit the profile that Liverpool are looking for, but they don't like the asking price. So now it's a case of how can they maybe match the package Southampton are looking for, but in structure, potentially still get a deal done that is more on Liverpool's terms. Yeah, absolutely. I think Liverpool, so you mentioned sort of the atypical Liverpool move there and what Liverpool likes to do in the window. They like to come out on sparkling negotiations. They've been very good at that in recent years. Obviously, Michael mm. Edwards, Julian Ward, and now York Schmadke is a different landscape for him, of course. I mean, the whole transfer window has been blown up somewhat. a little bit crazy at the minute with some of the money that's going around, the Declan Rice fee. Brighton's demand for Caicedo, you know, very good players in their own right, but when you're talking in excess of 100 million, it does seem a little bit crazy. And I think Southampton have been their rights to sort of hang fire on that and sort of dig the heels in on the feet that they want. There's a Man City uh, yeah. complication of play in terms of their profit offering is 20% of the deal as well. So there's a lot going on, but as you touched upon there at the end, then I think Liverpool at some point just kind of got to bite the bullet and say Southampton clearly want this money, let's just get it done. And, produce a package that will do so. Um, you mentioned some frustration there amongst the Liverpool fan base, which I think is absolutely right, by the way. Has there been any signs of frustration from sort of the Lavia camp on this or the player himself? Because, or has he been kind of acting quite professionally, I guess, is the opposite? Has he been carrying on? You mentioned he wasn't in the squad. He sat mm. on the bench the other night. He never came on for Southampton. Have we heard anything about him sort of pushing to get this deal over the line? I mean, he's pushing to get it over the line in the sense that it's been intimated he wants the move to Liverpool, but I don't think we're going to see anything too unprofessional. The frustration is bred out of the fact that they're already into their season. And as a consequence, a player wants clarity. We're going to see this this week with Harry Kane at Tottenham as well. So you either want to know, are you playing and are you invested, therefore, to doing a season in the championship or at least until January? And if you are, you want to be playing. 
and Lavia hasn't been. And part of that is to protect him because if he was to play and get injured, then that doesn't suit anybody. And I think that once the season starts, even though we have a deadline for the window after the season has started, players, many of them anyway, like to have that final decision. And this is the sort of interesting debate around the window that you won't find a sporting director out there or generally a football club executive that isn't glad the window continues after the season starts because obviously what you want is to get business done early, assess during pre-season, then make another push in the build-up to the new season. And then if you don't start well, if you get an injury, if you realise that something is still missing, have one final chance to make a move, then you lock it in and you reassess in January. So of course that's the perspective of the sporting directors and the clubs. But if you're a player, you basically at large want to get in as soon as possible, do a pre-season with your new club. If you're moving cities, then that has a transitional aspect that you want to do during some of the downtime and then you start your season. So after a ball is kicked, not that many players want to move. And I think that as a result with Lavia, you won't see anything unprofessional at this point. But now the season started, if it doesn't get done before Liverpool's first game against Chelsea, or obviously if any other club doesn't come in and sign the player, then if there is still a bid lingering towards deadline day, that's when you start seeing the player maybe consider doing something more publicly. So when I speak to sources close to the player, it's been made very clear Anfield is the preferred destination. Liverpool have always had the situation, apart from obviously the asking price in their control. But he's not going to say to Southampton, I'm formally asking to leave or issue some bold public statement at this point, because the belief is that Southampton are not necessarily being too unreasonable. Hi again, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the brilliant Ben Jacobs. If you want to watch that show in full, as well as all our other amazing content, including the full Bobby Firmino Best in the World documentary, head to redmenplus.com. Thanks very much to Dan for that one. Let's move on to the final clip of the week. It is the opposition preview. Yes, we're back with the oppo previews because the Reds are back in action. I was delighted to speak to Nini from the Blue Lions TV, big old Chelsea fan, with one of the sexiest voices in the world. Check this out. See, from my point of view, I actually think that could actually suit us. Um, I, 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 because we are only here a little bit at the back at the, at the moment. In, an open game, it might just be like we, it's got to be blow for blow, and you know we have got a front front three and a front five in particular who can score goals. Are you in, are you guys in the same boat? Because it's so fresh and there's a lot going on. It might just be that attack is the best form of defense almost for until Pochettino gets the players he wants. And there's probably like you mentioned before, Casey hasn't really got his defensive midfielder yet. It is it, it, it. We're thinking as Liverpool fans, or at least I am. We're going to have to get through a few games where we're just going to have to go blow for blow and hope that you come out with the last blow. Are you guys in a similar boat just until things do settle and, and maybe the man yeah. is he wants? I feel like kind of to a degree. I think a lot of times what we did concede was because there was a lot of rotation in pre-season, like a lot of like youth players getting minutes, a lot of these youth guys who've signed in the window are playing as well too. But like whenever we use like a, a more of a stronger team, like I, the, the game against Brian where we um, beat them 4-3, the moment we subbed our DM out the team, that's when we actually conceded two goals after that. So I feel like the guys know, okay, getting the DM 
situation secured is the most important thing. We know that Tyler Adams is uh, doing his medical today right now. Of course, of you know, Casado, Lavia and all that stuff. So we'll have to see. I mean, they're not going to get signed in time for Sunday. So I think just in the context of that game, I think it's going to be a bit of a goal frenzy. Um, I'm looking at you guys. I'm looking at, I know Nunes. I really like Nunes. He's looking dangerous preseason. I know Jack Poe has been really like improving a lot too. Like how is like uh, Jaboshla and um, McAllister been? Uh, McAllister has been great. So I was like, yeah, yeah McAllister, man, he's, he's some player. Yeah. Um, he played as a defensive midfielder the other day, funny enough, because we haven't got one. And he yeah. did well, but yeah, he's been good. So they've both been okay. It's actually been Liverpool's forwards that have been the best players. So Salah, Jota, Gapo, and Diaz yeah, yeah. have all looked really, really sharp. Liverpool, I'm convinced we'll score goals. We've scored four goals pretty much all the time. We play every game we played in pre-season. Again, similar to you, where it was like once the kids kind of went off, came on at the end, things changed. But yeah. when Liverpool had the big guns out, they were ten- they scored quite a bit, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd let a few <laughs> in as well. Um with that being said, like again, I I have got no idea what what we can expect from both teams. But like, I, I know it's never, and again, I might be I may be wrong here. But I've I've thought when I first saw the fixture list, if Liverpool can get to Stamford Bridge and get out of there without getting beat, it's not the, that that that'll do. You know, it's at the end of the way you want to win games, of course, you want to win games. But a draw yeah. at Chelsea is never is never a bad thing. Yeah. I'm guessing it's different for you guys because it is a home game. I'm guessing like. What is the feeling? I guess obviously you want to win, but like what yeah, the, yeah. the draw or defeat doing in the gang I feel I, I think to be fair, a draw would be the fairest result for both teams because listen, like we haven't finalized our business in the okay. window. If we had those options secured, then it'd be a different discussion right now. So like we have our strengths and a few weaknesses each. And normally that tends to cancel each other out in games of this magnitude, right? So I mean, I know Liverpool's front three, especially Diaz coming back to, I mean. He was really unlucky with his injury he got because he, yeah, this guy's just a serious winger. And of course, Nunes now is looking, I mean, he's showing his goal scoring ability that he was showing at Benfica. So I never really understood why people were so quick to criticize him and call him a flop. I think it was really forced to be fair. So yeah, obviously a bit of uh, a little bit of worry. Obviously, they're on the transition too from you guys. Um, how we cope will be interesting, but I do finally feel like we have a bit of attacking threat now. Finally, finally, that hopefully will give you guys some question marks. Cheers to Nini for that one. Yeah, I mean, his voice is immaculate, isn't it? I can't believe you had to go from listening to me to listening to him back to listening to me. I can only apologize for that one, right? That is us starting to wrap up, then, guys. Like I say, if you want to watch or indeed listen to those shows in full video or podcast forms, redmenplus.com is the place to go. If you're listening to this on Spotify and you're thinking, you know what, I could do with more Spotify content in my lives, if you don't want to sign up at redmenplus.com and get the videos and you just want to get audio versions of those shows on Spotify, search right now in your app, Red Men Plus Podcasts. You'll find the subscription service there. You can sign up through there. You can pay them and you can get the content, not in video form, but you can get it in podcast forms directly on Spotify as well. So yeah, whether you want to go to the website or you want to do it through Spotify, we've got you covered on Red Men Plus. Right, the Reds are nearly here. Finally, the footy is back. If you're going to be watching the game at home and you fancy joining us at Red Men, simply go to our YouTube channel on the day. You can have to watch along with us. You can mute the TV commentary. You can watch along with us, interact with me and Paul and the entire gang as Liverpool hopefully lay the smack down on Chelsea. See us all soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 